Syria A fans everywhere. From our nation's capital, this is Cool of America. Curve Americans, Podcast Paisani, Milanisti, Romanisti, and Serie A fans, welcome. This is Curve America in Philadelphia. Guys, uh, we appreciate you guys coming out. We really appreciate Grand Cafe Aquila hosting us here. We are Curve America. We are a podcast looking to promote the Serie A here in the States. A little background on us. We're based out of D.C., but we're very eager to meet all the Serie A fans here in the States. We're really about the entire league, so not just the top four or five teams, but everybody. We want you to have fun knowing something about Benevento, Crotone, all the other teams as well. Yeah, guys, we all know the struggle, getting up early, watching some shady stream from you know, some Eastern European website to you know, get your Serie A fix. And we all know that struggle right here. We're here trying to be the voice of the Serie A fans in America, so let everybody know that Americans watch and follow the Serie A. Um, so the revolution will not be televised, obviously, it will be podcasted. That's so right. thanks for coming out, guys. Also, f- family here who, uh, sorry you're right next to our speaker, we're screaming at you, but I did, I did have to, I do have to note, you guys know how to order. <laughs> you guys, the, the meat board, the, 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 the ice cream for breakfast. And how about this place, Grand Cafe L'Aquila, guys? Yeah. I think, I think Marco's ready to move in. Yeah. Like, if this place was in D.C., seriously, guys, we'd, like, th- this better fold out into a bed because we're staying. You know, the coffee. I, I, I've already had two panini already today. So let's, let's see if I can, you know, hey, leave some food for me over there, guys. I'm going to get over when we're done. <laughs> All right. We are outnumbered with a ton of Milanisti here. And the first interview we got for today. Yeah, give it up for Milan. Our first interview today is Milan Club Phillies president, Dave Fonte. Thanks for having me, guys. Welcome to Philadelphia. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. So, Dave, we always start off, uh, we got a big question here, just how you became a fan of the team and and, uh, what's your Milan story? Uh, For me, it started after Italy won the World Cup in 2006. Uh, I, I admit to that. It's not one of those things like it wasn't in the family growing up or anything like that. And actually... My, uh, my uncles were all Interisti, so uh, you could tell how proud they are of me growing up to be uh, the, the founder of Milan Club Philly. Yeah, I was going to ask, are you still talking to them? <laughs> it's, I'm sorry? How's Christmas uh, uh, at your house? You know what? You know what? It, they got nothing on me, so they don't listen to podcasts either, so I can say whatever I want. All there right. But, um, all right. we got to so, change that. <laughs> it started after uh, the 2006 World Cup. Uh, all, of the, all of the players that I really, really loved all happened to be on Milan, so... Uh, Fox Soccer was available shortly after that, and uh, that's kind of when it started, and the, uh, the Sunday morning or afternoon obsession. Very nice, very nice. And uh, mostly coming to Grand Cafe Aquila every week? Well, uh, Grand Cafe L'Aquila has been welcoming us for about two and a half, three years now. Uh, Gijo has been fantastic, and you know, in addition to supporting our club, they support all of the fan clubs here in Philadelphia. And they really they go out of their way to welcome us and you know make us feel like we belong to something bigger. So uh, it's been fantastic, uh, just great great support from Gijo and the rest of the folks here at Grand Cafe L'Aquila. Yeah, we're curious. Uh, you know, Philly, Italian American city. You got Rocky Balboa. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of stories like that. 
Um, you know, how's the following in Syria? Is there big followings across the city for Syria? There is, there is. I think uh, we have a number of supporters here in, uh, in the city. Uh, obviously, Milan Club, there's an inter-club. Roma Club folks are here with us today as well. Uh, and I see uh, there's a Napoli Club that started up. Uh, also, hopefully you get to meet some of those guys later on today. But definitely a lot of, uh, a lot of Americans that support the club is here. There are a lot of expats from Italy who are here supporting as well. So we, get, we have a pretty great draw. There are lots of students that come in and join us uh, for a couple of years at a time before they head out and other, uh, go back home and to their other clubs and other places. But definitely a, a, a great scene here in Philadelphia, and it's growing by the day. That's awesome. Well, you know, some questions, more questions on the club. You know, some of us, uh, me and me and Tad, we actually started Roma Club filled, uh, Roma Club DC. All right, uh, Philly, it was slipped and, a little bit. You know, it really started. Uh, Tad one day reached out on Facebook and he's like, "Hey, like I heard you guys were thinking about starting a Roma Club. Let's get this thing popping." Now we got like 40, 50 members coming out to the big games, and uh, we even have a little club chant. Uh, which I won't re repeat right here because I know I don't want to get stoned here. But uh, <laughs> I, I guess my question is, how did you guys uh, originally collect all the fans in, in Philly? And uh, I guess I want to know, do you guys have any like special chants? Do you guys uh, have a special beer that you guys all uh, cheers every time Elon scores? We don't have any special chants, uh, basically because for the past five years that we've been a club now, Milan have been absolutely terrible, so there isn't much to cheer about. But uh, you know, we're all excited. <laughs> the honesty comes out. Well, I mean, come on, let's not let's not kid ourselves here. It's been uh, we really formed up during kind of one of the worst periods in Milan's history, and uh, we actually started in 2012 when Milan were here training uh, for a summer camp, and so we met the team. That's when I met uh, Luca and Maurizio and, and Paolo, who are senatori of the club. And uh, really, social media has been incredible. We've had support from lots of other clubs online. Uh, we have a great international reach with clubs in other parts of the world. And anytime uh, we travel and visit people, we try, to, we try to catch up with as many of these new friends from around the world as we can. So that's, that's something I'm incredibly proud of, is that you know, we've been able to just meet great, great people all over the world. And you have something in common like this, and it, it opens lots of doors, and, and is, uh, it's just... It makes you feel good, especially with the way things are in the world at this point. So, Yeah, I mean, one of the most rewarding things for me about, like, Roma Club DC is it's basically like my family now. That, like, you know, it's people that I normally would have never have met or interacted with. You know, on Sunday at, at 8 a.m., I'm slamming beers and, and, you know, screaming in each other's face uh, uh, when, when, you know, Ed and Jekko scores. Um, you guys play Who? together at all? You have, like, <laughs> the Capo Canonieri. Oh, okay. Um, uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, do you guys you know play together? Do you have like a beer league team or anything like that? No, we don't. We're a bunch of old fat men, so it really, uh, <laughs> or at least I'll speak for myself. No, I don't play. Uh, but something like that, you know, we'll t we've talked about it. It's uh, it's kind of a l difficult. Everybody has family lives and things like that. You know, maybe at some point we'll uh, we'll do it. If you guys ever want to come up for. Uh, an invitational scrimmage or something like that. Let us know and we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll gear up. I'll be, I'll be the guy with my hands on my knees, breathing very heavily. <laughs> being like, I'll go and goal. I'll go and goal. Um, How about, um, we noticed on social media, right, the other uh, Milan clubs talking to each other and stuff. Have you guys ever worked together on collaborating to go over to Milan to see a game at, uh, in, in person? We haven't done that yet. We've had a, we've had a few invitations from our friends, uh, particularly the latest one was uh, our friends in Dublin, who are fantastic. If you guys yeah. are ever in Dublin, look up the Dublin Club because 
these guys know how to party. Uh, and they, <laughs> they actually, a couple of them left work to meet up with myself and my wife one day. And we, uh, we had lots of whiskey tasting and, you know, that kind of fun. But um, no, we haven't done that yet. We've uh, certainly something, it's something that we've spoken about and hopefully can do in the future. We, uh, we went last year to the uh, Derby for Roma and a wedding. And I highly recommend that for all the clubs. If you can get over there as a group, it's a lot of fun. Three things happened. I got married. Roma got thrashed by OTFR, the other team from Rome in the Derby, and my aunt broke her femur. So uh, uh, we'll not speak of things again. So, you know, I see you guys got a great turnout here. A lot of Milanisti here. It's an exciting season for you guys. When uh, you guys are swearing at the TV, is it more English or Italian? Uh, <laughs> I think we have to be careful what we say here because there are so many Italians in this place. So really, we're screwed either way. It's uh, <laughs> take your pick. Break out, break out like the Deutsch or something. Yeah. That's awesome. We'll we speak- break out the South Philly, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, I don't want to put anybody on the spot here, but do you guys have the one guy in your club who's always screaming some profanities? Maybe gotta keep him down a little bit. Put your hand up. I'm gonna, it put has to be Paolo. There yeah, he is. Yeah, All right, Paolo. <laughs> Did I answer that too quickly or what? <laughs> Paolo, has anybody ever told you you look like the most interesting man in the world? <laughs> yeah. Milan wins just by his mere presence. He's the most interesting man in the Milan Club Philly. If only that were true. So uh, how about switching to the team? Uh, how are you feeling about Milan this season? It's been fun after you guys spend $250 million and buying all the drinks for us today. You spend a Neymar amount of money this summer. <laughs> no, well, look, and, and at least it was for, like, what, 10, 11 players? You know? Yeah, you got a new starting 11 right. if we're including Donnarumma's brother sure. as well, a real player. Oh, my God, don't even get me started with that. But uh, I owe you guys a beer, first of all. I've, next round is on me. But uh, in terms of the team, I mean... Hold on a second. I need yeah. to get the champagne list. <laughs> in terms of the team, I mean... I think they did what, what they had to do. They got rid of some of the dead weight that was there. They brought in a whole new team. Um, it's, it's a team that I think looks good on paper, and I'm not worried about the performances so far because, you know, they've had an easy schedule from the start of the season. Uh, moving to this point, Lazio killed them. You know, some Who? Exactly, the other team in Rome. Yeah, You know, Lazio. <laughs> anyway, um, and... and They've done well in Europa League, so they're doing well against the teams that they're supposed to be doing well against. They haven't passed any of the major tests yet, um, but I really think that, you know, with a little bit more time to gel, then they're gonna they're gonna do something this season. I think uh, I think Champions League is achievable. It's not going to be easy. Um, I'm not sure how long Montella is going to stick around for. I don't have a problem with the guy, but. I don't see Ancelotti coming back, and if anything, I would prefer to have somebody like Conte. A few of us uh, who have like an internal sort of uh, text messaging line, you know. A group uh, me? We have a group me. We, yeah, something <laughs> like that. Uh, so my my guys were, were saying that you know shouldn't go for Ancelotti, should go for um, should go for Conte, and I, I agree with that. I think if uh, if Conte could do at Milan what he did for Juve, that would be fantastic for us. You know, so, so Milan's you know big team and it's coming back in his own. You spend a lot of money, new owners, all that kind of stuff. And at the end of last season, you guys kind of, you know, made that push for Europa League where it looked like Fiorentina wasn't going to do it and Inter maybe was doing everything they couldn't. But you're in Europe right now and thrashing everyone in sight is, do you think that the Europa League title is achievable for you guys this year? I think it is, but frankly, I mean, I'm more concerned about getting to Champions League. I don't want to sound like a snob or anything like that because, you know, 
we're lucky to be in the Europa League, and I think we have to produce. So basically, we have to advance. We have to move further and get as close to winning the thing as we possibly can. In the long run, is it going to make a difference? No, I'm more focused on getting to that third or fourth place position where we're, we're shoo-in for the Champions League. All right, now we come to the hard-hitting questions. We're in the great fighting city of Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Big question for us post-game, where are we getting a cheesesteak? Oh, my God. Well, we're not going to go to one of those touristy places down on Passion. That's, that's Don't worry. why we brought you on, I'll hook Dave. you guys up, man. It's all good. <laughs> You go and Frank and I tell a lot of people ask me this question. You could go to any mom and pop pizza shop and get a better cheesesteak there than you would at Pat's or Gino's. No offense, Pat's or Gino's, but <laughs> but we're not going there. We're not going there. <laughs> no, because you guys are better than that. You came all the way up from DC. All right, all right. So we got some places. Marco decided to put on a shirt too small for him, and he's coming up here. So he's got to get a good cheesesteak to get. Uh, I'm not going to have a lot of room in this shirt for this cheesesteak, but I'm going to do it anyways. Listen, you got a six-pack and some pecs, I think, from what I'm seeing here, so you're fine. <laughs> you Don't worry that, about Dad? it. I, I just can't look past those your come nipples. those come with the shirt That's or it. what? <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we're really impressed, honestly, that all of Milan is here. Well done for the Milan Club faithful. Well whoa, done. Whoa, 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 whoa. Predictions for the second half. What's the score? Uh, nil, nil. Look at that. Nil, the, nil. Serie, the Serie A has been so crazy this nil, year with nil, the scores. Nil, nil, Milan win. <laughs> all right. All right. Serious last The Serie A has been so crazy this year with, with the goal scoring that we've had weeks without draws and stuff like that. So when I make it a prediction for a game, almost a draw doesn't even factor in my mind. But Dave's got 0-0. Zero, zero. Alessandro's got 1-0. Who's got Roma for the win? Roma Club DC right there. We all, right. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Dave, for joining us. Forza Milan, Forza Serie A. Forza Milan. Thank you, guys. guys we are back after the milan roma game good result for roma we got with us now gijo longo who is the partner manager of gran cafe l'aquila and proudly wearing some roma gear as well we're happy to see that buongiorno 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 gijo thanks for joining us representing uh, roma club philly here uh tell us about the bar and the restaurant and roma club philadelphia Mainly, how did you transport a slice of Italy into uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Philadelphia? This place could be on Via del Corso in Roma. Well, it definitely could have. The whole restaurant was built in Umbria and shipped over in 15 cargo containers. But the story starts with our, our partners, uh, Michele and Stefano. They own the original Grand Cafe L'Aquila in the city of L'Aquila, capital of Abruzzo. And I'm not sure if you remember, but they had a devastating earthquake in 2009, yeah. which ravaged the city. And uh, they've been looking for a new home ever since. And uh, they partnered up with my brother, Ricardo, myself, my family. And we brought them over here and we recreated their magical place here. Uh, Stefano is a gelato champion of Italy. And, and Michele makes some of the best coffee you can drink around. I'll tell you what, I'm wired right now off that coffee. <laughs> yeah. and that's the, the panino too, man. You, got that, you guys got that down on lock. But... You know, another thing is, you know, in, in D.C., you, never, you don't really see a lot of these types of bars that, you know, really mimic the Italian bar lifestyle. And it's a, always been a head scratcher. Uh, you know, are my, you thinking my... about franchising out maybe D.C.? Yeah, going down tough. south yeah, a little bit? You know what? This place is one of a kind. Not really sure. But you know, it's funny when you say that the, the, the cafe lifestyle is one of the things that my whole life we, we've been scratching our heads wondering why why are Starbucks so popular because it's such a total bastardization of the Italian cafe 
You know, even the coffee, you know, you know they call it the venti. What is a venti, really? Right. 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 When uh, Michele came and had a cappuccino for the first time, he took a sip when Ski Falso and spit it out and said, this isn't a cappuccino. Like, they'd be, in Italy, they'd be going away to jail for libel, libel laws. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's not a cappuccino. You're drinking all milk. It's a latte. Right, right. Interesting. I mean, we also like to talk about being Philly, right? I'm with Marco. We don't have anything like this in D.C., but this is kind of an Italian-American city. What's kind of, you get a lot of Italians here or a lot of people with Italian-American heritage? Oh, yeah. We are the unofficial clubhouse for everything Italian here. All the Italians come here hang out, not just Calcio, Serie A stuff. But we, a year ago, we had uh, the mayor of Rome came here. He, he was honored in Philadelphia. And yeah, we had a big dinner here for him. We have uh, big. Did you say Bologna? Hmm? Did you just say the mayor of Bologna? Ma- mayor of Rome. Oh, oh. Marco is the mayor of Bologna. I was say, Marco, this he's the mayor of Bologna. <laughs> no, so we, yeah, we're constantly doing events. Uh, what we do here, we actually have a cultural school upstairs. We have an Italian uh, language school upstairs as well. Every week we change our menu to feature a different city, region in Italy. So we are all about expounding Italian culture and teaching the truth of what Italian culture is. What happened here in the past 50 to 100 years since the Italians came in the 1920s, 1890s, everything's sort of been turned upside down and Italian culture has become Italian-American culture. So we're trying to bring things back 180 to what is truly Italian food, Italian coffee, Italian... Uh, juices, Italian gelato. You know, we really want to teach people what Italian Italian soccer, soccer, right? Yeah, that's right. How about uh, just other things like with soccer in the the group? You were telling me before Philadelphia Union and the MLS that you got some players that pop in here as well? Oh, yeah. Uh, The MLS players, they come in here. A couple weeks ago, speaking of Bologna, so Montreal is owned by Bologna FC. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the guys from Bologna FC were staying at the Sabatel, which is next door. And for the three days they were here, they were coming in here for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> because half the team is all Italian. Yeah, so right. they would come in here, and they felt, they felt like right home. At first, I was like, who are these, uh, these ultras from Montreal? They're yeah. all, they all wearing Montreal impact jerseys and shirts. I'm like, who are these guys? They didn't realize they were all like, it was like a striker, it was a coaches, it was like the whole team. And even the, like the, 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 the culinary director for the Montreal impact, he found the place, and he told all the teams. So they kept coming in here. They loved it. Even... One, uh, this is an interesting story. At the end of, end of the night, so Montreal spanked the Union. And we have, I don't want to say what player it is, but he, he's a guy, he comes in here every day, and he loves it here. And he was here, I let him in after the restaurant closes too. I cook him dinner sometimes, he loves the food. And he was here having dinner, he was eating bowls, pasta, we were closed, the lights were up. And all the Montreal guys came in. They were like, hey, can we get some gelato? Oh, uh, wow. And I, was, I looked at him, and I was like, is it cool? He's like, yeah. He's like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> going to replay the game in, in yeah. Grand Cafe Aqua. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a little, it was a, little, a little awkward. I don't know if you could do that in Italy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's, uh, so you've uh, decided to take the plunge you know, for being a Roma fan. Um, a lot of Milan fans here today. So yeah, you have uh, uh, obviously... Um, a soft spot for being always miserable about yeah. your team's performances. How, uh, we got to ask, I'm, how, I'm, how'd I'm you a become Phil, a Roma fan? I'm a Philadelphian, so I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> how'd you become a Roma fan? Oh, my, uh, my father's from Rome, so we, we still have a house in Rome, and I'm just, uh, I'm a very loyal guy. I felt, you know, 
born in, born and raised Philly, but I spent my summers in, in Italy. So we sold our house in Italy. So instead of going to camp, my parents would go to, go to Rome for two months in the summertime. I'd take that trade. Right? I'd take that trade. And so I just <laughs> raised in Italy and became a soccer fan. I never really understood why soccer never was a big thing. I'm, I'm a product more of the 80s and 90s. And back then, you never heard yeah. anything besides maybe Cosmos. The Cosmos were big. My father would take me to Cosmos games yeah. back in the day. But, and, but I'm always a Roma fan. And I went to school, university uh, in Rome in the uh, mid-'90s. And then really that's where the love affair really took off. It was like right when Toti came, came on board over there, going to Stadio Olimpico. It was just it's like Mecca. You know, you oh, know, yeah. When you yeah. walk into the Stadio Olimpico, it's like a... You're, you're always kind of chasing that feeling. Like I was out, out there for the uh, Coppa Italia, and it was the first game that uh, the ultras are back into the curva, and it was just like an amazing feeling, just you know, hearing them sing Roma, Roma, Roma. So it was awesome. That's awesome. So I guess you know w we really want to grow the Italian soccer brand, and we really focus on American Serie A fans. I think one of the things that American Serie A fans are always looking for are is a bar that will show all the games, uh, that is attractive for Serie A lovers. So I guess, you know, as the owner-manager of, of this beautiful bar that shows all the Italian games, you know, what is something that uh, another bar manager, say, in D.C. or New York or, or one of these cities that, uh, you know, has a lot of Italians in it, uh, what's something that you would suggest that, that they would do so they can attract more Serie A fans? Or should we just keep coming to Grand Cafe Aqua I think, every I, week? <laughs> I tell everybody to always come to Grand Cafe Aqua. But I think that you have to be ready to show the games every, every weekend. You can't just be like, okay, this weekend maybe you guys can come and watch the game. You know, I'm, I'm a passionate soccer fan. So we show the games every Saturday, Sunday. I make sure the games are on. And I think that's a big thing is to make sure the games are on the TV. Yeah. We sometimes... You'll show up to a place. Like I remember when we didn't have it here, I would hear like maybe some Irish pub in the area would have a game on. You'd show up, you know, they would have like a Manchester United game on. And you'd be like, gosh, come on, you know, I heard. Can we put one of the TVs on for Roma, please? Yeah, yeah, right, so right. As a Serie A fan, I found myself begging. And you had to get Rai International, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, if it's not on BN, then it's nowhere to be no, found no, no. except for Rai. So, so that's here, here, yeah, I make sure no matter what the game is, I have it. We have Rai. I, have, I can stream Fubo here, I stream Fox Sports here, so we have every single Champions League game, every UEFA game, every Coppa Italia game, it's here. We have it. If somebody wants to watch it, it's on. But always, Roma comes first, no matter what. That's right. If Roma, if Roma's on, that gets uh, to the top, of the top of the charts. I think we can all agree to that. <laughs> I don't know, Chris might want you to put on that Crotone game. Well, if, uh, if it's on TV, this would be the only place in America, so... <laughs> um, how about we switch uh, to, to the fun stuff? Uh, usually we, we, you heard us ask uh, Milan Club Philly about Philly cheesesteaks. Let's skip that one for Grand Cafe Aqua. What is your favorite thing on the menu at Grand Cafe Aqua? Uh, so we are, my chef, uh, our part owner here, Stefano, he is an international champ for gastronomic pairing. So he pairs an entree with a savory gelato. So I'm sure you've got, you guys had spaghetti carbonara before. He does a spaghetti carbonara and tops it with a bacon gelato. It's out of this world. Wow. Yeah. And then he also does uh, an agnoletti, a little petite ravioli, veal pork, served in a butter sage sauce, topped with a truffle gelato. That's all. It's out of this world. Really he said good. bacon gelato and truffle gelato. I think every listener for Curve America's nipples just got hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love to hear that. Um, well, well, I'll tell you my cheesesteak, though. All right, go for it, yeah. You're a Philly guy. <laughs> Tony Luke's. 
Tony Luke. But, but if you want the experience, yes, go to Gino's. Just go. If you're if you're out of town, it's like going to Stadio Olympico. I think right. I think you David have. wants to fight you now. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, you know, if you're a tourist, you got to do it. Right. It's right. Like, it's basically it's our Times Square. Yeah. That's what it is. Pass and Gino's is like our Times Square. And we got Wiz or no Wiz. Oh, you got to go Wiz with yeah, Wiz. Got to go Wiz. Got to go Wiz. But. I would say I have like five or six more beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes Wednesdays better. Last, uh, last couple of questions, you know, since you are such a big Roma fan, I think uh, we got to ask, you know, after, after this big result against uh, Milan and uh, looking forward into the season, you know, what, what do you think Roma's going to end up? I know that's kind of a far-reaching question, but where do you see them, at, you know, ending up by the end of the season uh, based on the way, you know, the feel and the players? Uh, a lot of injuries right now, right? Yeah. We saw today there wasn't a lot of players to be able to pull off the bench, but when the team is full and ready, you know, you think they, they can go the distance? I think that last year's team was the Scudetto contender. This year's team, I did not – feel good going in. I feel a little bit better. You know, the random win in San Siro tonight was really, really nice. But I honestly feel third place. That's what I'm thinking. I feel Napoli or Juve, one, two. And Roma, Roma probably third, staying at Champions League spot. UEFA. I don't think my heart can take a fourth place play in Champions League game after Porto. <laughs> I mean, yeah. My heart says, yeah, we can win Scudetto, but my brain's like, mm. yeah. So Francesco Totti retired, and I was actually talking to uh, our, our producer, Fabio, um, during the game. It's, it's strange that, like, he retires, and all of a sudden just, like, his new title is King of Roma. Like, he turns up to every game. Everyone loves him still. So Totti's <laughs> gone, and so went with him, you know, a lot of people's passion for the team. Uh, sorry, pe people's favorite player. Right. So, um on the current team then now, who's your favorite player to watch on Roma? Ooh. Who's the one that when you watch the game, Ninja. you're picking out? Ninja? Ninja. Ninja. I love Nangalan. When Nangalan's on the field, all eyes on Nangalan. He's just a beast out there. I mean, you saw his socks ripped today. You guys, calves are so huge. <laughs> That's right. When he's out there, he's running, he's making plays. It's amazing. I love Ninja. Like, I'm like, I haven't, I have like five Toti jerseys. I don't have any other player jerseys. I'm like thinking, I, you know, I'm an old man now. I'm in my 40s. I'm like, can I buy another jersey? And I kind of want to, but I'm like, which player? Do I, do I stick with like a 100% Italian guy? Do I have Florenzi, El Shrawawi, or do I go like Ninja? I love Nangolan. Such a great player. And he's, well, and he's one of those guys. And he busts on Juve so much. I love it. I love it, <laughs> love it when he rips on Juve. Yeah. I, I, for me, I have like 30 De Rossi jerseys. Um, <laughs> So I you actually, want one of those jerseys that's going to last me another 20 years. Yeah, I'm right. guys at Florenzi, Pellegrini, maybe. Face, right. Yeah, right. I told myself I wouldn't buy any other player's jerseys for as long as Totti and De Rossi are on the team. So that's I tough. usually buy the team's na the player's national team jersey, right. and I bought the Nangolon national team jersey, and he gets booted <laughs> off immediately. So it's, it's, it hangs in shame in my closet, and uh, no one's seen it. Uh, let's just end it with um, you've got a couple clubs that are here. We saw Milan Club Philly, yeah. Roma Club Philly, uh, Inter, Napoli, uh, who am I forgetting? And Juve? And, uh, and, this, and, 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 then, and then the one or two Atalanta fans. And we got some Atalanta fans here, too. So that's a good transition of uh, how, if you're interested in the Philly area, how would you get in contact with Gran Cafe Aqua to set up a, a club for your favorite Serie A team? Well, 
I guess just just reach out to me. Let me know you want to watch the game. I mean, people tell me all the time, like, hey, can you put on this game? Is this game? I have one Fiorentina guy that comes in all That's the time. That's La Viola. Guy, I'm always one, looking one guy, for those clubs. He comes in. He wears a Viola shirt, and I just like I love it. He has his, yeah. he has his like pink hat on. And I'm there like, okay, let's Chris, do it. purple hat. Chris is really asking, can he start a low-key Crotone fan yeah, club here? Crotone Club Philly is officially in, in, here in today. The, in the 202, he can't get away with it because he's in Roma Club. But Now with Fubo and you can watch every game, it'd be hard for me to say no to him. All right. Because All it's, right. it's on. But We're staying up. We're staying say, up again. I want to say uh, you know, special thanks to, uh, to Dave. Dave put together yeah. the, Milan, the Milan Club, all the gatherings. He's, uh, you know, he's amazing in putting together the club and getting, <laughs> getting, getting people out here. You know, what we're trying to do is we're, we're a couple For guys. the listeners out there, David just took his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> we're passionate about soccer, and we just want to get people together here to watch Serie A soccer. Absolutely. And, and, that, and Syria, and we, I'm looking at the Philly Azuri banner, oh too, yeah. right? Oh yeah. We've got and World and Cup coming well, that's, up. That's really what we're, we're gearing up. Because when we had the uh, Euro Cup here last summer, standing room only. We had 150 people in here. The place was nuts. And I can only imagine the vibe we're going to get in here right. for World Cup next summer. If, if Italy wins the World Cup, how much do you care if a bunch of stuff gets broken in it here? It can all get smashed. <laughs> the place can, they can burn the place down. <laughs> You'll light the match. <laughs> all right. Well, Gijo, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for hosting us for Grand Café Aquila. If you're in the Philly area, by all means, come here. Check out Serie A. Thanks. Well, thank you, guys. All right. Thank all right. Alright, we're back here at Grand Café L'Aquila. We are with Phil from Philly, the leader of the Napoli Club Philly Group. Phil, how are you doing today? Doing well. Alright, so Phil, a big victory today for you guys. Uh, tell us about how you found Napoli and what's your, your story with the team. So, uh, I'm blessed to come from an all-Italian family. All right. uh, my mom's side is from Sicily, my dad's side is from outside of Naples. So, that's really how I found the club. Really started uh, religiously following about a decade ago. So, been a diehard ever since. Ups and downs. Thankfully, a few more ups of late. So. Was uh, Palermo ever in the mix there with the other side of the no. family? No, because uh, my mom's side is from closer to Catania. Closer to Catania, yeah. all right. So Probably don't have to worry about Palermo. that. Yeah, right, right. right. Okay. Um, well, uh, okay, so how about uh, Serie A here in Philadelphia? So you got Napoli Club, but you're here at Grand Cafe L'Aquila. What do you think, uh, just Italian-American kind of city? What, what's it like here being a fan for Serie A? Yeah, so um, we really have a great fan base represented really in all of the major clubs. Um, I, I don't know that Lazio have an official fan club well, in the he, city. He, <laughs> find him. Finally, he said he had to, to, to a swear word. We don't say the other word. It's the OTFR, the other team from Rome. The bigger team from Rome, right? Don't mind my Roma banter. I know a lot of people. You probably like the colors. There you go. There you go. But other than that, really, all of the major clubs are represented here in the city. You know, when the cafe opened up a couple of years ago, I came in probably second week or so and I think I actually I think I sat right here and I was talking to one of the managers and I thought you know it would be great if we can make this sort of like the Syria meetup place I don't want to say it was my idea because I'm sure the guys thought of that when they opened the place but um, ever since then we've really had all of the clubs 
have their meetups here. Mm -hmm. um, morning matches, obviously, the afternoons are uh, are the most popular, and we get a we get a great turnout. That's cool. So you interact with them. Um, yeah, you know. So personally, I'm I'm good friends with the Milan guys. Okay, um, cool. So uh, I, I, I'm cool with them. Uh, the Inter Club, which we found out. Um, so the Milan Club really, I think, has the bigger following. I'm, I'm not biased in saying that, uh, even though I have more of a soft spot for Milan. But um, they were discovered. The Inter Club was discovered probably last season. What we we discovered them here. I think they were more low key, um, but you know now they're they're uh, more visible. I think a number of the other clubs are more visible. The Juve club started mm -hmm. last year as well, and you know Napoli. We uh, we finally started up uh, about a month ago. So how about with uh, the other clubs in uh, like Napoli club, New York, or anything like that? Do you interact with the other Serie A clubs? So um, so because we're newer, we don't have we're we're not an official club okay. uh at least not yet it's more informal um but i actually went up to new york uh, for napoli juve last season and uh their their meetup was really something else it was packed yeah, uh, we're york. hoping to get to that level yeah um so watching napoli this season how much are you enjoying them thrashing every team that comes across the love way? it um but you know every streak has to come to an end um People get on my case sometimes for, for being more pessimistic. Um, you know, we're now at... Hey, you're a Calcio fan. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, now we are at 12. Uh, 12 wins in Serie A, I believe. And, you know, it, it has to come to an end at, at some point. But I'm enjoying it while it lasts. Hopefully it doesn't come to an end after right after the international break. And then we have Inter uh, next week. So we, we, got a, we got a tough October ahead of us, so I'm really enjoying it. You guys playing beautiful soccer. It's one of the teams really I'm, are. I'm following. It's just fun to watch now really every week. Absolutely. I mean, I, I definitely think that you guys have been, you know, blowing Seti out of the water. You also haven't really been tested that much in Seti out so far, right? So, so I do want to hold on real quick. Do want to say, Benevento was I'm a gonna, big game. <laughs> <laughs> when we fought back against Atalanta, not a pushover team after they went ahead. But really, I, I think um, proof that this season is different from other seasons is when we fought back against Lazio on the road. We were down one nothing at half. Uh, we, we came back and thrashed them 4-1. Uh, so I, I think that's a testament. But, yeah, we do have some bigger matches coming up. OTFR, definitely one of the, <laughs> the better teams that you guys have played. But, you know, I, I think that with uh, Milik recently tearing his left ACL, you know, you, it, it it begs the question of, does this team have the depth uh, up front? Because what happens if uh, if Mertens or Insigne gets knocked out? Is is the Ant Army, as we like to call them, uh, on Corp America, uh, you know, do they have any players that are, you know, I guess who's the most dispensable attacker for, for the Ant Army at the moment? So, so that's a very good point. Um, the reason why I think this is different than last season, and last season we, we were a threat, um, Milik was our starter last season, and we had to adjust. And um, this season, we don't we don't have that issue, but depth is certainly uh, going to be a problem, especially for Sari, who doesn't really like to rotate. Yeah. Um, now we're supposedly bringing Inglese in uh, in January, but in the meantime, we're sort of. Uh, 
that's our only storyline for Kievo. So yeah. uh, it's good for <laughs> Napoli, but not exactly. good for Kievo and Curve America. But yeah, it's it's going to be tough, especially through October. Um, they're saying that Milik uh, may be ready in January. I, I, I wouldn't push it. Yeah, his um, last ACL tear, though, he like sat a w- out a game and yeah. came back. So, I mean, it's they, true, they, yeah. but, but there's debate over you know whether or not he was rushed back. I know this is his other ACL, but... Um, you know, we, we don't want to push it, so maybe bringing Inglese in in January is a good move. But in the meantime, we're sort of wait and see, holding our breath. So you're the – we actually saw the statistic. You're the first team in Serie A history to win your first seven games and score more than 25 goals. Yeah. You know, everyone in Europe is talking about how, like, amazing Napoli is playing. You know, are they going to be the people that unseat uh, Juventus? A lot of pundits have picked them. You know, it seems like on your best day you could take down Real Madrid. I know you guys are probably chomping at the bit to get some payback to them. For you, we'll, though, we'll, we'll take a smaller team in the meantime. Though, <laughs> for you, is it? Would you consider the season a failure if you don't win the Scudetto? Is it Scudetto or bust? As a Roma well, fan, because every year for yeah. us we're going to win the Scudetto or bust. <laughs> um, this really has to be the season, in my opinion. Um, and it's it's not like we could say, well, let's. Let's aim for second because now we get the four Champions League spots back. So second place is just as good as fourth place. Um, uh, we, we, need, we need to win the title this season. Absolutely. Now, I don't want to say it would be a total failure because next season may really be the season. And if we pile on at the end of this season because we didn't win and the confidence is gone and that ends up, you know, uh, leads to us uh, losing key players like Mertens, um, then we're, we're really going to regret having that attitude. But this, this is the season. And I'm glad that the team, for once, is shying away from this whole idea that you know, we can't think about that, we can't talk about that, because that's been our problem over the last couple of seasons. We've thought too small, and we see the results. There's no harm in you know, dreaming big. How about uh, for you personally? Have you been to San Paolo back over in Napoli? Yep. Uh, September of 2012. It's so far my only match there, though I'm I'm going in November. Uh, It was Napoli-Parma. 3-1 win for Napoli. And at the very end, I got to see Insigne's first Serie A goal right in front of me. Awesome. Uh, So it was an amazing experience. That must be even doubly cool because he's Napolitan as well. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. It's like, it's like seeing Francesco Totti's first goal. Now, are you guys purposely fitting in every it's Roma what, bit? It's, it's what we know Not best. Not just because you, you guys are fans, right? It's what we know <laughs> best. Uh, how about then switching over to Philly, guys? Uh, we've got a burning question as we're asking all the Philly groups here. Oh, God. From Philly, where are we getting our cheesesteak after this? Okay. So I don't want to put down any of the institutions, but maybe try one outside of the big two or three. Okay. Okay? You can read between the lines there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because most of us, obviously, don't go to one of the two or three that everyone knows. Now, if you don't know of the third one, maybe you could go there. Yeah, you're not, you're not getting a, a, a Napolitan pizza outside the cathedral. <laughs> like you're, you're definitely finding one in an alley. But no, let, let, let's hear a name. Let, let, let's, get, let's give the, the Napoli Club Philly endorsement of... So Does it start with a D or an A? D'Alessandro's? Yeah. Hon- honestly, so I've been there once before, and this is blasphemy, but 
I, I didn't even get a cheesesteak when I was there. I got a hoagie. Um, I'll have a salad. <laughs> I, haven't had, I haven't had cheesesteaks in a while. Uh, more blasphemy. But maybe try D'Alessandro's. Now, it's a, from here, it's a little bit out of the way. Yeah, been, that's the one I've been to, actually. It's a popular place. Yeah. Maybe take them there. Yeah. All right. I like it. Well, if you are a Napoli fan in the area, highly recommend coming to Grand Cafe d'Aquila. Look for the Napoli fans. Um, Phil, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Best of luck I, with I have one more burning question to ask of oh a Napoli God. fan. Oh, God. Is, you know, the Ant Army this year, if, you, if, if you're not careful, they'll come to your picnic and they'll walk away with your lunch. <laughs> with Mertens and Senior and Callejon, do you have a new appreciation or love for short people? <laughs> well, so Callejon is, isn't really... Um, it's not really short. Yeah, standing next to those or at guys. At least compared yeah, to, uh, he's, compared he's, to he's, those He's probably 5'1". <laughs> and you got Jacarini on the bench that has to climb up a blade of grass to kick the ball. Yeah, well, yeah, but he doesn't get too much playing time, <laughs> so that's not really a problem. Um, but uh, I, I've always had a soft spot in my heart for Insigne, so um, I, I will answer yes. Newfound appreciation. <laughs> Affirmative. All right. Well, thanks, Phil. Fortunately. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out.